Previously on Talk to Dad. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a circle. You need to stop being the person you are and stop doing the things you love. My dream career was to be an astronaut ballerina. The Bermuda Triangle, quicksand, or killer bees. The toad has taught me that I'm not going to be here forever. That was shamefully bad. Talk to Dad. Hello and welcome to the Talk to Dad podcast, episode 285. I've got Will here with me. Hello. And once again, when I say you're here with me, I mean you're on my computer screen. I am. Via Um, Zoom I'm actually... I'm actually only on your computer screen. Um, I've transferred my consciousness into, you know, technology. Uh, the singularity. So Impressive. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I just figured it would be a lot easier to podcast. So, you know. Is that what happens when you grind. decide you're going to be a computer science major is they just transport, transfer your intelligence into a computer? They upload Oh, yeah. That's what happens to all of us. Cool. It's much easier that way. I'm sure it's a lot easier to schedule classes and things. It's oh. way easier. You have no idea. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And Allison is here with me as well. Hi. Sometimes referred to as mom in this podcast. I'm in person. I am very excited to be doing my third consecutive weekly podcast with my family. We are really building up some momentum here, doing lots of podcasts. Is this the first podcast you've done remotely? I think so, yeah. I think it's the first podcast you've done from college, and it's November. We've been in the like occasionally having one person remote, like main person, not just like a guest, um, era for probably like longer than we haven't on this podcast. So it's kind of crazy that I'm yeah, only now doing that. That might be true. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's your first time ever doing it remotely. Yeah. Because you're now a college student existing crazy. on the computer servers of the computer science department, apparently. Now you're actually yeah, sitting definitely. sitting in your dorm room, and you're not in your dorm room, in your dorm building, I guess. Yeah, I'm on one of the floors where near like the pool elevators table and stuff. So some yeah. college craziness could walk by in the background. Yeah, perhaps <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. A game of pool Stuck might start up. A game um, of pool. A game of pool. There's not a pool table there, is there? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, there is. Oh, there is a but you have table. to you have to go to one of the buildings to get the to like kind of rent out the balls and stuff. The balls oh. and cues. So Same the table is there, but you don't have upstairs. any cues or balls. But you can get them. Yeah. You can get them. And, and someone them might do that, and then we yeah. might hear billiard noises in the background. <laughs> there is already the little um little pointy sticks. I always forget the names of I cues. I still think you should sign cues. up. Yeah. Cue sticks. I still think he should sign up for a billiards class. I think it'd be great. Yeah. I don't know. You did some registering for classes last night, and you still got uh, <laughs> yeah. an open... You got to sign up for at least one more class. Your mom was encouraging you to do something like non, non-academic non because your schedule is full of pretty rigorously academic classes so far. Yeah. And a lot of the... A lot of the slightly like less academic ones, like the ones that get really specific, like non-core or whatever... A lot of them have like 20 people in them and there's only one spot available. So like it's like nearly useless for them to e- even be there just because they fill up like so quickly and then yeah. they're, just, they're just done. Registering for classes is not quite as bad as trying to get tickets to Taylor Swift's new tour, but it's a similar process. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. It just doesn't cost nearly as much. Do you do you speak with experience? I just do, you do that. I know because TikTok has okay. just been complaining about it for days. How bad the Taylor okay. Swift yeah. eras tour tickets definitely. Like everyone apparently, so Ticketmaster apparently has this thing now where um, resellers can purchase the tickets on on uh, Ticketmaster. And by resellers, I mean scalpers. Scalpers can buy a whole bunch of tickets and then immediately resell them on Ticketmaster's own website. So if you're, the way they did it was like, you know, if you are a special fan, we will send you a code and then you you enter the code for the pre-sale and people were waiting in line for like five or seven hours. And then even once they got through, it was like, well, all the, Almost all the tickets are already sold out, and people are reselling them for like a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and everyone was very mad. I about mean, it. I had, when I heard that there was something going on with like Ticketmaster and Taylor Swift, um, 
I kind of just assumed it was bad because I know like Ticketmaster <laughs> yeah, is much. like kind of like infamously just yeah. hated. Just well, and they do this thing called what is it called the um, dynamic pricing, where like yeah. the price can just go up depending on demand. And because you know it's Taylor Swift and it's the first time she's toured in many years and she's going to do like all of her albums. Of course, there's huge demand, so the the ticket prices were getting up to like the tens of thousands of dollars, and people were like, "This is insane." Like people were yeah. spending more than their mortgage payment That's to buy okay. a single ticket to see Taylor Swift from like the nosebleeds. Yeah, I'm imagining like the Ticketmaster like executives like looking out the window and thinking like, "How can we make our tickets even more expensive?" Yeah, apparently the tour, without having a single concert yet, they've already made like $300 million or something. Like, ridiculous. I wish I was surprised by that. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway. Sounds about right. So registering for classes at college is a little bit like that. It's exactly like that. (laughs) Just like that. A little bit. Those high demand intro to computer science classes go for... Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. and also, like, the sites that our college uses are, like, I guess this is why we're not, like, primarily, like, a tech school, because they're, like, so, like, out of date. I feel like that's like, every like, college, though. Even, even you know, maybe not MIT or Caltech. No, MIT. But, some of the MIT's websites, like, suck. They yeah. look like they were made in, like, the first years of their classes. That's funny. I think it's just a college thing. It's, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Maybe Harvard and Yale, they have, like, fancy websites, but... Yeah, because of course they do. Colleges don't care. They've got you. <laughs> You're there. They don't want to put a lot of technology into their registration system. It's unfortunate. Yeah, technology is hard. It is. It's tough. So how are things? Um, is it super cold there? I think I know the answer to this it question. Is, but I want to oh, my gosh. It. Yeah. And I feel like I can't even like talk about it just because every time I bring it up, there's always people who go like, "Oh, just you wait, and, like it's gonna get worse." And I'm like, <laughs> love Thanks. those people. We love them. At least it's not below zero yet. Do they say that? I, uh, I think there was like one day where the low was in single digits. Yeah, but that's as far as it's gotten so far. It's actually frozen a couple times here already, which is really unusual for Texas to freeze oh. in November. I mean, if we get cold weather, it's usually not till like January or February. Even December is usually not. But they're having this weird Arctic blast or whatever they're calling it, like all across the country. So it's been a little cold. That happens like, that's like an annual thing at this point. I know, it's crazy. Pause just a second. I just looked up the weather where you are and it's like nine degrees difference is all. (laughs) Really? At the moment? At the moment, well, But I'm sure his mornings are a lot colder than ours. Yeah, and no, also not that, you have to consider the fact that, that like I don't have a car. And okay, like, true, and you're uh, out in all day, and you get those as much as winds I'd, coming down. True. As much as I'd like to feel like all like holier than thou and like self righteous for using like public transportation and walking everywhere and like oh it's good for exercise um it uh <laughs> can kind of suck this time of year. Yeah, yeah. it's true. I Gotta walk to class. Days. I sometimes when I walk to class, I'll like, if I'm wearing gloves, sometimes even without wearing gloves, I'll like, there's been just like piles of snow that just kind of sit around, just kind of like collecting dirt, just when it's mm-hmm. not snowing. Um, sometimes when I'm bored, I'll like kind of get like a heap of snow and kind of like compact it into a snowball and just like throw it in the air and watch it hit the ground. And then later I'll be like, my, my hands are really cold now. Why did I do that? You have gloves. So that's been fun. It's not even sure Thanksgiving gloves. yet and you've made two snowmen. Yeah. I, I think the second time I, um, the second one was definitely better than the first one. And I also didn't break my glasses in the process. Um, on the other hand, I, I kind of (laughs) forget like just how much work there is to put in to build a snowman, especially on your own. Like you literally just have to like push around weight (laughs) that just keeps on getting heavier. That is exactly what happens. Mm -hmm. Then you got to lift one of them onto the other one. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It only ended up being like three or four feet tall. So not like the biggest snowman, but... Not the biggest you know. ever. Yeah. There's always people like 
in the little there's a little area called the quad that just has these like four different sections of lawns and it's yeah. kind of in the center of the canvas it's like the campus's like town square i guess yeah, there's always a lot people of, there I think that a lot make, of colleges like, have six quads. foot tall snowmen mm-hmm. but there definitely is a quad in the middle of your college which is where mom and i went to college as well yeah, yeah. and there's always snowmen there that are like six or seven feet tall that are oh, yeah. crazy they were probably group efforts yeah. i'm guessing I'm sure. oh yeah definitely you just get like a wide open field to all work on it together. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder how big the biggest snowman that's ever been built is. Does it's anyone want to guess? And then I'll ask Google. Uh, well, I mean, people. I'm going to say giant snow sculptures. Like, Ninety feet tall. Stuff. Yeah, I can see that. I feel. Like I wonder if um, using equipment though, and like using. Yeah, I wonder it's if there's cheating. like a. My guess is ninety foot tall. How how much do you think will? I'd I'd say about that. Yeah, maybe fifty. <laughs> I have to have your own okay, guess. I'm gonna say one. I feel like it's gonna be a little disappointing. I'm gonna say one hundred feet. <laughs> Mom says one hundred. She's cut me off at the begin at the top. <laughs> Maisie is 91. pestering me. She wants to guess, but she doesn't know how to use words. What do you need? What do you need? I think she wants food. She is so needy during podcasts. Whenever we have a podcast, this dog just really decides. Yeah, this is like... <laughs> this should be her time. We should have a Maisie update. If our podcast she wants to is eat. like a family sitcom... The problem is if I feed her now, so. she's going to eat really loudly in the background. Yeah, she, she eats super loudly. If our podcast was like a, like a family sitcom... Then I feel like Maisie, like this would be like the thing that happens like every week is like yes. the part where Maisie always interrupts Yeah, and we say our signature catchphrase. I think the biggest snowman that's ever made is 90 feet tall. Mom thinks it's 100 feet tall. How how big do you think it is, Will? Maybe 60? 60, you know, 60, 60 feet? feet. All right. I'm going to ask Google. I feel like Wait, it's going to be a, like, you a do, little bit disappointing. What are the rules for this? Like who... How do we well, determine Well, it's, it's just closest. It closest. It's not It's not Price is Right rules. Okay, so it's okay if we're over by a foot or whatever. Yeah, you can be over. It's just closest. It's closest. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Google. What's now? How big is the biggest snowman ever made? According to Bedtime Math, the world's tallest snowman, Snowwoman, actually, was built in Bethel, Maine in 2008. Named Olympia after Maine Senator Olympia Snow, the Snowwoman towered 122 feet above the ground. Mom is the winner. Yes. 122 feet. And it was a snow I bet that would be really impressive because have you ever noticed vertical height, vertical distance is very impressive? Yes. Like if it was yeah. laying down on the ground, it wouldn't seem as big, but, but 122 feet tall is really big. I like that they named it Olympia Snow after Senator Snow. Yeah. If you have to move your head to see the whole thing, then, you know, it feels more important. I wonder if, like, if there's a special like record for like real like lo-fi like do-it-yourself snowmen that like don't have any like equipment or whatever like just your bare hands yeah Um, it seems appropriate that it's in maine too like if you're guessing a place in the country where they have the biggest snowman maine seems like a good place to do it yeah you can see that i heard an interesting bit of trivia about maine the other day the closest location to africa in the united states is in maine isn't that weird? Is that because of like like owned like territory or something? Well, it's just because of the way like distances work on a globe. Because Maine is so far east, it's actually closer yeah. to to Africa than like I would have guessed like Miami, Florida, or something like that. But mm-hmm. Florida is actually further from Mexico than Maine is because Maine's further east. So if you just like lay a piece of string across a globe, it's closer to Africa. Further? Did you say Mexico? You said further, closer to Mexico. Did I say Africa? Okay. All right. Did I say Mexico? You said Africa, so but then you said Mexico, but then you said <laughs> okay, Africa. The closest, the okay. closest pl- um, area of, of the United States to Africa is Maine. Okay. Is like a town in Maine. I can see that. That yeah. makes sense, I guess. I wonder. Weird, though. I never would have guessed it until into, I heard that bit of trivia. Yeah. I wonder if they're taking into account like like little like island territories with like 20 people on it. Probably, probably because, you know, uh, like the Virgin Islands, the U.S. Virgin Islands are not that far off, you know, Florida. So if Maine is is significantly closer, then it would Mm -hmm. probably be still closer than our Caribbean islands. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. 
Yeah. That's a good point. Anyway, what were we talking about? I got very distracted. We're talking about how cold it is in Logan. Yes. At Utah State University. Um, It's been cold here. It's going to freeze again like tonight. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. They're even talking about snow flurries. Snow flurries. (laughs) Snow flurries is such a, like, I don't know. Snow it's a flurries. It's like the. It's, it's, it's like, like the if you're outside, of... you might see some snow, but if you're not outside when it's happening, you'll never know. You'll never know that. Yeah, and it's snow it's flurries. one of those predictions that's just it always seems a little bit weak to me. It's like, so weak. We might see yeah. some snow flurries, maybe. You know? I want to see snow on the ground if it's going to snow. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, think I they should like call s- it snow unless it it's visible. I feel like snow flurries is like the like commercial friendly version of like, I don't know, like wintry mix. Like it just sounds nicer and gets people outside more. Yeah. Wintry mix is even worse because it's like (laughs) not only will there, there might not even be snow, be any um, snow. It might just be like a little bit of ice with the rain. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like wintry mix is the equivalent of like this movie is free with ads. (laughs) Wintry mix is like what happens when you have a weatherman who won't commit. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's either rain, sleet, or snow. It's not wintry mix. Come on. Wintry mix just sounds miserable, It makes it too. sound like everything is happening all at once, and it's not. Almost never. So, <laughs> we still have not seen, and we, I mean the people who are living here in Texas, have not see, seen Wakanda forever, but you have. You saw Which it, like, is, on opening night, right? And this this is, like, the one time where I feel like I'm, like, ahead of pop culture on you guys, because I feel like living in college has, like, kind of put me under a rock. But yeah, so uh, you went inside. Did you just like ride the bus down to the movie theater and see it by yourself? Yeah, pretty much. I kind of just that's how I've been getting most places that are like more than a mile away. It's just like the bus and walking was the you went to like an early showing. Was it full? Uh, It wasn't like super early. It wasn't very full at all. Actually, there's only like, I don't know, like a couple dozen more people there. Yeah. Um the theater is really nice. Although I feel like I feel like sometimes like when I'm in theaters with like not really a crowd of people, sometimes like a character will like say a funny line and I like won't know to laugh because I'm just <laughs> trained to only laugh when everyone else is laughing. Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely some movies yeah. like certain comedies that are a lot funnier if you see them with a uh, an audience. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Comedy sometimes even like it just doesn't register or... when you're just watching alone. Certain types of comedy. It's hard to explain. Like some comedy's funny to me specifically like when I'm watching it, and other things it's like funny when you're in a big group and they all think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially with like big like dumb like cult classics like The Princess Bride or um Napoleon Dynamite or stuff like that. Princess Bride isn't dumb. No. But no, I, I know not. what you're saying. But yeah, not Napoleon, like dumb, but like very silly, I guess. Napoleon Dynamite. The first time I saw it, I think it was like just me and your dad, and I was like, "Why <laughs> is this supposed to be funny?" And yeah, like, I exactly. did not. I think like the second time I saw it was like with a big group, and it was it was more funny with a big group. I don't know why. Yeah, because it's like iconic. Kinda. That was like the whole um, philosophy behind philosophy behind canned laughter, like on TV shows. Yeah. And now it's weird though. Like when you go back and watch like Seinfeld or Friends or something, like that audience laughter, even though it's like live audience laughter, it feels so artificial. Yeah. Cause it's become its own thing. Cause it's like, like it's a, it's and a that novel style of like sitcom writing was very like set up punchline, set up punchline. And they would like, you know, have pauses so the audience could laugh. It just feels weird compared to like The Office or. Yeah. You know, other comedies. So, yeah, um, I saw Black Panther. Wakanda Did you like forever. it? Do you want to give us a spoiler-free um, review? A score? A spoiler-free review. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought it was, I think a lot of people, I'm going to be honest, I might not be, like, the most trusted source on this, because I kind of, I honestly kind of zoned out for some parts of it. <laughs> I liked it overall. I thought it was... It's just the kind of movie where I kind of watch. I'm just like, oh, that was cool. Um, kind of like like Batman Begins or something like that. Um, I don't know. I think all the characters were... Most of the characters were pretty interesting. And they had really good 
like actors and actresses that were very like organic and stuff um the visuals were really nice it had a really really good score um it's scored by ludwig gorison uh-huh. who somehow also writes for like the indie bands vampire weekend and heim somehow I, I don't know how that works but um he's becoming like one of my favorite score writers oh he also wrote for um uh the mandalorian and that had a really good oh yeah score. that's right i remember that, that now yeah 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 like the music i, I really really like him as a composer so but, i've heard that the uh villain is really good did you like the villain the villain was i think the villain like himself was interesting i don't know if he had very good like like screen presence like i feel like with i know everyone's going to compare him to killmonger just because well killmonger is one goes. of the best yeah yeah and killmonger is like respected as like like up there with like joker or thanos like so it might not be the most fair to compare it to him but i feel like with killmonger he, he had an interesting backstory and motivations and he had like really really good screen presence and he was super charismatic and like michael b Michael B. Jordan did a really good job with him. I feel like with Namor is apparently his name. He has really good like motivations and backstory and stuff. I don't know how I feel about like his, I don't know, like his portrayal. Like he's mm-hmm. not quite as like interesting like as you're watching him. But I don't know. He's a yeah, villain, I sort I of felt that way about the character in Thor: Love and what is it? I don't even remember. Thor 11. Thor 11 Thunder. Yeah, Thor 11 Thunder. Um, like oh, I the Christian, Christian Bale's Bale villain. He was like, like it was, yeah. it was interesting and kind of cool, but like a little bit forgettable just because he did that was kind of a weird of movie, place. like a crazy movie looking back on it. Like it was a little yeah. too crazy. I think it could have been reined in a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I thought he was the best part of that movie. Um, I actually feel the opposite way about him. I thought he had really good screen presence, but his motivations are kind of, I don't know, standard, I guess. Yeah. But and yeah, then... um, it was pretty good overall. I think most people who really liked Black Panther or just the MCU in general will really like it. Um, I think, I know a lot of people have said this before, but the pacing was kind of a problem. Yeah. Like there's some, the scenes are definitely varied. Like there, there aren't really any bad scenes, but there are definitely scenes that are a lot more engaging than others mm-hmm. um was it visually pretty cool the first one yeah, was visually was. really cool i do feel like it all was kind of <laughs> do you feel like there are points where like the cameraman had like like quotas to like not be allowed to pull back the camera oh yeah like more than like six feet away from the characters um but that's just nitpicks it's mostly really visually really good i think the other criticism i had heard was that there's just too many characters but that's true of a lot yeah. of Marvel movies, I think. I feel like I liked all the characters, though. Did like, you? I enjoyed seeing all the characters. That's cool. Maybe we'll go see that this weekend. And then yeah, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was you texted me, I think it was this week, saying, hey, you wanted to do some sort of a trend where you listen to an album with your dad. Oh, yeah. Explain that to me a little bit. Okay. Um, so I noticed on YouTube, I had seen at least two channels do this and so i kind of figured like okay maybe this is a trend so i kind of like searched up to see if there are other people doing this i'm not really sure how this started i guess just because but there's been a trend on youtube to do like little like live react not live but like do little reactions to albums and like have like commentary on it and tell your thoughts in between songs and stuff but with your dad um i guess maybe it's just because you know like gen x and gen z are like you know, super invested in like collecting music and whatever. So maybe there's like a bit of a connection there. But um, I don't know. I, I guess the I guess the idea is like these like young and like hip Zoomers that know what's up, like <laughs> introducing their uninformed, their boomer and gen, casual gen X dads, Gen X dads, yeah, <laughs> to um, some some of their cool music. Yeah, exactly. And some of them are like, uh, some of them play out where like the one person is like, oh yeah, this is a Radiohead album or whatever, and the dad absolutely loves it. <laughs> and then other, <laughs> and then others are just like the dad just going like, I have no idea what this is. So I have yeah. seen some where like the dad is like showing their son some music to kind of like twist it up. 
where like they'll be showing them like dad rock or whatever um but yeah i think we could totally do that yeah i think we decided we're going to try to do this when you come home for christmas because yeah. it would be easier to do in person than remotely yeah yeah it might be a little tricky remotely and then you're gonna edit it together yeah so maybe we'll, we'll tell that. you more about this as it comes closer let's do some news <laughs> Now, your tomorrow morning's headlines tonight. I've got a story from the world of archaeology. Science! Oh, we don't have a archaeology. We don't. <laughs> I, for me, when you say archaeology, I immediately hear the Indiana Jones theme song. Archaeologists have discovered the oldest sentence ever written with an alphabet, which I think means that there are older sentences, but they were probably like hieroglyphs. But the oldest sentence on an object that was ever that's ever been translated has been discovered and if this were like in a movie like an adventure movie involving archaeologists it would have some like really deep meaning like (laughs) some ancient language like if you uttered it like something magical would happen you'd either attain enlightenment or it would cause like the end of the world yeah it would be proof that like aliens live in like the center of the earth but this, this message like way of reaching out to us. This message was um, etched into an ivory comb, and it was using an ancient Canaanite alphabet that they think was dated to somewhere around 1,700 BCE. So it's re- hmm. really legitimately old. And guess what that sentence said? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I know because I sent you the article. You know because you sent me the yeah, article. The, I thought it was funny. The sentence really said, you would never guess it, so don't feel bad. It, the letters read, may this tusk root out. <clears throat> let me try that again. May this tusk root out the lice of the hair and the beard. Nice. <laughs> saying, Here's a comb so you can mundane. use to remove the lice from your hair, basically. Yeah. Pretty, pretty I, boring. I can't believe that that's become like a historical icon now. Yeah. Um, one of the archaeologists on the project, Michael Hassel said, people kind of laugh when you tell them what the inscription actually says. Um, but the message is also remarkably relatable, especially for parents of small children. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, I feel like another one of the archaeologists who's named Joseph Garfinkel, which is a great name, by the way, says nothing like this was found before. It's not the royal inscription of a king. This is something very human. You're immediately connected to this person who had this comb. Yeah, I feel like, in fairness, I feel like literally anything, like any combination of words, would be like the most hilarious and interesting thing ever if it was found from like more than a thousand years ago. Yeah. It says that this was written by ancient Canaanites and Near Eastern peoples who developed the earliest alphabet. And it is an ancestor of our modern-day Latin letters. Hmm. Um, There were earlier forms of writing like um, cuneiform in Mesopotamia or hieroglyphs in Egypt, but those were all pictorially-based systems, not alphabet systems. Kind Hmm. of interesting. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really funny that... The very oldest oldest sentence is something just so appropriate to the object. Yeah. Guess it makes sense, but it's just no not mundane. something you would find like an yeah, interesting. Hope this lice comb works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they actually found like um genetic and genetic trace of um lice on the on comb. On the comb. So it yeah. worked. It did work. <laughs> it worked. That's awesome. That's Thanks. great. Don't want to borrow that comb. Yeah. That's like weird. That's so weirdly convenient that mm-hmm. they found the actual like remains of the lice on there. Yeah. Yep. Anyone want to share their story? Sure. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Mind. Will. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I already have it up. It says Jedi spork and hangry among five hundred new words allowed in Scrabble. Um, and the term Fohawk, which is similar to Mohawk, is potentially the highest scoring new word allowed in the classic board game. So I guess there's a, like a Scrabble dictionary. Is that what this is about? Yeah. So it, apparently they 
it's like a collaboration between um i think it was merriam webster yeah merriam webster and hasbro uh wait is it hold on probably i think it's hasbro that have you ever played yeah hasbro will i i think i've played scrabble like once have you ever played just one of those friends yeah that's just one of those things like um like chilies or like on the border or whatever that like we just never did growing up. You know because about of that? I just have no <laughs> idea what it is. Well, there are people who take Scrabble very, very seriously. They're like yes. professional. I don't know if they're professional, but they're like these they're world champion Scrabble players and even, competitions. And even just like people that don't go to the competitions but are really serious about it are not fun to play with. <laughs> and I just say they're not fun to play with. Like you don't want to do that. If yeah. you haven't played Scrabble very much or, you know, or ever before, that's like your worst nightmare because they will know like every, you know, short yeah. word that's high all scoring, the two letter words. all of the, yes. And it's, yeah. All the words that have X's fun. and Z's in them. Yeah. Yeah. I've just been indoctrinated into anti-Scrabble yeah. ethics. Well, no, and I guess like, I mean, I like other when we do games, bananagrams but... a lot around this house, but yeah, we are very intense bananagrams to be fair. But if yeah. you're like an, an avid or a competitive Scrabble player, one of the things is, you know, what dictionary you're going to use because it has to be a word that shows up in the dictionary. And I guess some people use the Scrabble dictionary for that. Mm-hmm. So if you challenge, because you can challenge a word, you can say that's not a word. And if you challenge the word, I can't remember what happens. But if you're successful at challenging it, then they have to take it back and they don't get the points. Yeah, I have, I actually have. A problem with some of these so there's like um like internet related ones so like torrented torrenting or like adulting or whatever it also has added like adulting as in, like, is funny or whatever, because it's like, such a weird word but they spelled it out with letters like a-t-t-e-d or a-t-t-i-n-g when like it's, it's one of those things that's only spelled out with symbols like, wait no one actually A-T-T- like what, what what is the word like um when people on twitter say like don't at me or like, oh, be like passive aggressive, like at yeah, this person. Yeah, instead of using the at sign ed, it's attied. Interesting. Yeah, I would totally and challenge like, that if I were in a Scrabble game with someone. Well, but apparently, no I one can't ever, anymore. no one ever does it that way though. Like everyone always just uses a little at symbol. Did you say Jedi was one too? I thought you couldn't use proper nouns. Yeah, it does seem a little weird to use like fiction ones. Okay, spork, spork makes sense, and spork, hangry makes spork sense. Spork totally makes sense. Hangry kind of does, although it feels really slangy. But it's yeah, totally it does kind of. It's a word, but it's a word people use. Yeah, it it does kind of feel like one of those words that like everyone uses as like examples of like like slang words or whatever. But it, like no one other than fictional characters ever uses it. Hangry? I heard one. No, people use hangry all the I time. heard a word like hangry uh-huh. the other day. Someone used the word um, angrosity. Mm. It's when you're ang- angry and curious at the same time. Like you don't know the answer to someone and it makes you like angry. Mm. Angrosity. Mm. I don't know. That's not as relatable as hangry, I think. Hangry, everyone yeah. can relate to. Yes. So what are what um. are the other new ones? Apparently, they add words, and they also take words away from this Scrabble dictionary. I have an issue with them taking words out. I well, sometimes they take words wrong. out because they become offensive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they took out 200 say, uh, okay. mystery Scrabble words that they, like, refuse to say what they are, which... <laughs> that is a little weird that they, they don't tell you what they It's a weird choice. Were. I feel like they're trying to be like, ooh, ha ha, you'll, you'll never know what these 200 words are. And then like, it's like, oh, it's just, it's just a bunch of racial slurs. Like, Probably. I don't, <laughs> I don't get and it. Things that didn't used to be a racial slur, but became one or some, something that okay. became offensive. That makes sense. If it's, yeah, if it was just like a word that has just fallen out of use, then I would have issues with that because I use archaic words all the time. <laughs> Yes, you do. I do. Um, and you guys always call me on it and I'm like, no, it's a word. You're like, oh, this is a word that appears in a lot of 15th century novels. No, there weren't okay, novels fine. in the 15th century. So no. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I read older books sometimes where people use words that aren't very common anymore. Anything else interesting to highlight, Will? Oh, there's like, oh, this is kind of cool. They have um, like slang words that are also, or maybe not slang words, just kind of more like, esoteric stuff um from like like stuff that could be outside of america so like i mean already there's like whelp thingy 
And like slushy, slushy feels like a brand name. I don't know about that. Slushy is um, generic, though. I a think a slushy is a thing. Yeah, I feel like it's there's a slush like, puppy and there's a slurpee, but I think slushy is just generic. Oh, slushy, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess I feel you, like it's kind of like in the midpoint between like turning from like name brand to yeah, like colloquial. Yeah, um, like a tissue or a Kleenex, Cle- yeah, a Kleenex, Kleenex or a yeah, or a band yeah. aid. There's some food-related words, so like queso or horchata. I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to put in queso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are the other food-related ones? Uh, well, there's like horchata. There's some words for like like different alcohols or stuff like that. Um, uh, there's some <laughs> some of these I kind of don't even want to try to pronounce. There's like <laughs> a lot of like like words for like Middle Eastern spices or stuff like that that I like. Have no chance of saying correctly. Um, there's also a zonkey, which is apparently a cross between a zebra and a donkey. Interesting. Oh, oh it's like a. I thought that was a zedonk. It's like a no. liger, kind of. A zonkey? A zonkey. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Zoomer is on there now. Zoomer. Appreciate that one. that one. That one's one of the only ones I've heard so far that feels like, like yeah, now's a good time to add that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I saw, I think it was like LinkedIn, like one of my humanities classes in high school or something like that. But I saw a graph that like used the word Zoomer for Gen Z. And I was like so happy mm-hmm. to see that become like like that level of status yeah, to where it can be used in like articles. Um, There's like adorbs, which I feel like. Mm, I, don't I don't like really that word, anymore. but it is a word people use. I hate adorbs the same way I hate vacay. Vacay. Yeah. Yes. There's folks that like spelled with an X. Why? Well, like, you know, like, um, like Latinx or whatever. Um, okay. I feel F-O-L-X. like they with one I, that like. I've seen but, that before, but I can't remember like in what context. But why? I feel like it need... needs to like sound different when you're saying it too. Like it can't just like, cause like folks, it already sounds like. Yeah. You could, you could spell it the normal way and it still sounds the same. So it doesn't really do any more work. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that only sounds different in your head. I don't know. Um, Allison, do you want to do your story? Sure. It's, um, a little gross. (laughs) We want to, we want a gross story. It's pretty gross. Sandals once worn by Steve Jobs auctioned off for a whopping $218,000. It says that, but then later it says nearly $220,000. Like, did they act tax or something? I don't, I don't, I don't get that. (laughs) Well, 218 is nearly 220. Yes, but then they just repeat the 220,000, like, several times. A lot more than you should spend on a pair of used Birkenstocks. I'd say so, yeah. Okay. It was actually $218,750. Okay. Okay. So just kind of rounded up. These bit. are these are uh, these are Birkenstocks that he wore a lot. I'm looking at a picture of them. You can smell them. I swear <laughs> through the picture, they look disgusting. They smell exactly like Steve Jobs' feet. Still, I wonder After if that makes them more the valuable. After wearing the same pair of sandals for I don't know, ten years straight. So yeah, his uh, his sandals, his sandals were just soles. It doesn't really help. I wonder like, what kind of phone the person who bought the sandals uses. I'm. I would hope that they have an iPhone. It doesn't really help that like they're only auctioning it now. Like they let that thing just like simmer for like years. No, Dude. that would that would help. I think. <laughs> give it, I don't give know. It some air. I'm not, let it I'm air not sure out. It would. Let it air out for some time. The California house where um, where he lived when he co-founded Apple is now a historical site too. Is it? They call these they call these Birkenstocks well used, um, mm. and it says that they date to the mid seventies. So am I am I imagining it, or does Steve Jobs, when he was alive, I think either Steve Jobs or Steve Wozniak, one of the two, like in their mansion, they like recreated the garage where Apple was born, like like did a one to one recreation of the garage. Okay. Is this a real thing or did I just imagine it? It sounds right, but I don't know. I mean, but probably. let me let me just read this too. The cork and juke footbed retains the imprint of Steve Jobs' feet. Ew. 
which had been shaped after years of use. If you look at it, like you can see the sweat. It's just you can see where his I don't so gross. second toe is longer than his big toe. Okay, have you yeah. smelled a pair of sandals that people have worn for like a long? I'm long just time? gonna like. Of course, I'm on the verge of just taking out my somehow, headphones. <laughs> <laughs> somehow Birkenstocks too, like they absorb all of it. It's just awful, awful. But if you really really like Apple and Steve Jobs, you probably enjoy the fact that it still smells like his stinky feet. I think that would be an so gross. Um, Seriously so gross. That would be what they would deserve. I think we need I think and we need a special drop it, then, for how gross this is. You no, know. oh, seriously I feel like so gross. Ma- Mama, I'm I'm glad that you were the one that read this one. <laughs> I feel like you're a perfect Thanks. for this. I, I have to admit like <laughs> When we were doing sound checks and everything else, and I was like looking at this article, I did just order myself a new pair of sandals. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it reminded me that my old sandals, which don't smell that bad, by the way, my old sandals I had to throw away because they were they were getting a little bit gross. Because they reminded you of Steve Jobs. Can I do one last quick story from the world of? Science! I've got a story Ooh. from Australia. Ooh. There is an octopus that lives near Australia, in Jervis Bay, Australia, to be exact, that is called Mm. the gloomy octopus. That's what the species of octopus is called. It's called the gloomy octopus. And now they have video footage that researchers say shows gloomy octopuses throwing shells at each other, like picking up shells and throwing them at each other. And when we say throwing, it's a little bit deceptive because they're not like slinging it with their tentacles what they do is they like they hold it in their tentacles then they position their valves and they like basically squirt water at it so that the shell goes towards (laughs) its target they say they only hit its target about 17 percent of the time but they will they will squirt either mud or silt or shells at other (laughs) octopuses other octopuses. I know we've it's talked octopuses. about this on the podcast before. Octopi? Yes. No, it's octopi. Some people want to say octopi. It's octopi. No, I mean, yeah. But this article, I believe, says octopuses. Mm-hmm. I feel like eight-armed cephalopods is what it calls them. Octopuses, yes. They say it happens with both male and female octopuses. Just going to call them octopolians. And they also say, apparently, octopuses are antisocial creatures. <laughs> they don't usually get along well with other octopuses, which I did not know. Who would have thought? They're, they're so they're throwing shells. They said that it's not really clear why they're doing it. Their motives aren't clear. <laughs> but it sounds like they're just doing it to like, they're leave just, me alone, go away. They're just jerks. <laughs> octopuses just, are jerks. To be jerks. They're incredibly intelligent, though. They are. They're very smart, but they're apparently kind of cranky. Yeah, so yeah. it says... They are generally antisocial, but sometimes show tolerance of other individuals, which sometimes. is a funny way to put it. <laughs> sometimes they're Same. okay with people. Same. I feel that way sometimes. Sometimes them. I feel antisocial and can sometimes tolerate being around other people. <laughs> <laughs> the article says, but like- what covering other covering another member of your species in silt, algae, and shells signifies may require further examination. I feel like you know that trope in like like sci-fi and fantasy stuff where like some sort of like spirit or like demon or whatever will like like There's possess like a new body or like obtain like a physical form or whatever and they just start like I don't know, like licking doorknobs or whatever and they're like, Whoa, this is crazy. I feel like that's how octopuses act. Yeah. Sorry about like, that. They know started, that they <laughs> start my phone started playing an ad. It was interrupting. Like they me. know they know that they're one of the most like versatile and um like dexterous like fish in the ocean and they just use that in like every way that they can yeah one of the coolest things is when you see the videos of like octopuses like changing their appearance to like blend into their surroundings that's very cool yeah the one last interesting note in this article is it says throwing behavior and this is an article from gizmodo by the way but the throwing behavior puts the gloomy octopus in a short list of species that have exhibited this type of throwing behavior um, in addition to humans, chimpanzees, capuchin monkeys, elephants, polar bears, Egyptian vultures, and a few others can throw objects. I feel like there needs to be like a like an underwater sea creature 
throwing thing support group. These guys need help. It's just so funny to think that octopuses have been doing this and we just never realized it. They're throwing (laughs) shells at each other. It's like that story from a few years ago when they found that like dolphins will like make a puffer fish puff up and then like play with it like it's a beach ball. Yeah. (laughs) The dolphins are jerks articles that we read. Don't they also like, don't they also like, like get like the puffer fishes like fumes and like, or something like that. I don't know. Maybe squid ink or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Let's do a dad quiz. That's pretty good. I thought for the podcast, we haven't done this in a while, but apparently BuzzFeed is still a thing. It still <laughs> exists. And I found some BuzzFeed quizzes that are really corny, but they're related to Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. I sent you some links via email. The first one is fill up your plate with all your Thanksgiving favorites to reveal which family member you are. Thought we could try this and see if it's accurate. Mm-hmm. So first you have, average a meat. Quiz. you have to pick a meat. Uh, this seems a little weird for Thanksgiving though, because it's chicken, turkey, lamb, or tofu. I'm a uh, traditionalist, <laughs> I guess. Wait, are we picking it for Thanksgiving or just for which one we like? Um, it says fill up your plate with all your Thanksgiving favorites. So hmm. I'll let you decide that. Have you got it up on your phone? Will? Yeah, I'll pull it up. I have strong opinions about this actually. Um, you can share your strong opinions with us here on the podcast. It's a safe place. <laughs> this is a safe, Sa- safe space. About Thanksgiving meat. Yes. Place. Yeah. I feel like people literally don't have like, at least Americans, or really any food from around the world that I've had, at least, they don't really use turkey in anything except for Thanksgiving food. And I feel like it's just out of obligation. You know, um, there I are people, Ham, I was, one of my coworkers was saying today in a meeting, maybe it was yesterday, that her family never cooks a turkey. They always cook a ham because no one in their yeah. family likes turkey. And that's how it should be. Like, interesting. Like, hams are like objectively superior. I also what? have a no. strong feeling that you should cook a turkey every thanksgiving because it's it's tradition hmm. all right so has everyone picked a meat are you doing it on your phone i'm doing it on my laptop here yeah okay. i think definitely ham wait is there no ham option there's no ham, there's option. No ham option there's lamb oh, no. tofu or chicken i might have to say lamb lamb is actually kind of good all right pick your first side mashed potatoes stuffing cornbread or green beans this is really hard. I'm going to pick mashed potatoes. This is potatoes. pretty easy. I seriously changed my mind like six times on this one. Yeah, it's those like are not the sides I would pick. I mean, if they would have put are... rolls, like bread rolls, I feel like Thanksgiving yeah, is more I'll, of a bread roll than a all cornbread. Four of those, all four of those yeah. are like good sides. Well, and plus like, I'm sorry, I can either love or hate cornbread depending on who makes it and how dry it is, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Although I wouldn't... Although you, I still, you do have to get cornbread just right. Yeah, and I think I still wouldn't pick cornbread as my first side, even though your dad's cornbread is amazing. Because, oh, yeah. it, because it's too filling, and I want to eat everything. If it's I picked mashed potatoes, because they go so well with the turkey. I think I picked green beans. That's the thing, is, like, if we're picking, like, mashed potatoes on their own, like, mashed potatoes are really, really good with, like, cranberry sauce or whatever, but this just says mashed potatoes. Hmm. I, right. I'm saying cornbread, though. It's hard. Definitely. I'm picking gravy for my second side because it'll go well on the mashed potatoes. Yeah. The, the corn the here second looks side like choices um, are gravy, Brussels sprouts, corn, or carrots. I will say the picture of the corn really does not look very appealing. Uh, it looks like decorative no, corn. No, it looks like yeah, decorative like, corn is, or popcorn. It looks like it's yeah. really rough right. to eat. It does but not I'm look gonna assume, like... I'm going to assume that the corn is cooked how you like it. So, like, whether it's corn casserole or... Oh, that's fair. Corn on the cob. I don't know. I think yeah. I'm going to go by just the, the little stock pictures alone. Because I, I need something to I choose. corn. All right. The third one is sweet potato, green bean casserole, asparagus, or cranberry sauce. I and, really And really I like love cranberry, cranberry sauce, sauce, but I'm going to say sweet potatoes because I feel like I need one yeah. more carb. I, I, I have I nothing like, against that. but What are you, you going to pick, Will? I, I picked cranberry sauce. Cranberry, cranberry sauce, sauce can be really, really, really cranberry good. Cranberry sauce is actually good because like it can touch everything else on your plate and it's good with it. 
Yeah, everything it touches turns to gold. Yes. All right, now pick a drink. Beer, wine, milk, or juice. I'm going to pick juice. Whoa. <laughs> That's not very... There's no wow. There's no water choice. Why is there no water <laughs> choice? I, okay, I sound horrible in there's journalism. There's no but soda I'm pop like, either. There isn't. Yeah, I don't... Why can't I, I have water? I don't water? think we can take this test anymore. No. Mom, I don't think this test is made Finally. for you. Clearly now, this not. is where I have a problem. You want to complain about there's no water option? I think their dessert options are not nearly as... No, they're terrible. It's cheesecake, <laughs> pecan pie, cupcake, or sweet potato pie. Why is there no pumpkin pie? Or apple. A lot of people believe, apparently, that sweet potato pie is better than pumpkin pie. This uh, is... To no. be fair, this is a really accurate representation of like the desserts you'd find at, like... Like a Thanksgiving party that like your your school choir throws <laughs> that like five people show up Cupcakes, to. Cupcakes. Yeah. I'm gonna say pecan pie. I'm a big pecan pie fan. I picked sweet potato pie, but I wish it was pumpkin or apple. I think it's a picture of pumpkin pie with it. Well, sweet potato I, pie looks like pumpkin pie. If I were to choose like objectively, I, I do really, really like cheesecake, so I would choose that, but pecan pie is like, you know. It's more, actually Thanksgiving food. It's more so. Thanksgiving y, isn't it? Do you know which family member I am? I Who? am the Christmas dad. You're the Christmas dad. Oh, nice. Your mom dragged you to the family dinner, but you've already put up your Christmas tree. So don't you don't feel in the Thanksgiving <laughs> spirit at all. That is accurate. That's very accurate, actually. That is so accurate. I am the Christmas dad. What are you? What are your results? Mine? Yes. Will goes first. Will needs to go first. All right. No, mom. No, now you have to go first. <laughs> I am the influencer cousin. <laughs> oh, that sucks. You I'm go, sorry. I know. I'm, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so ashamed. You wow. go to the dinner and vlog the whole time. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm a vlogger. You've never seen, you're never seen without a turkey leg in one hand and a camera in the other. That's <laughs> wretched. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so That's sorry. That's funny. I'm, I'm, what do you we can all agree that like vloggers don't actually have like like souls or like ability <laughs> to like process human. I mean, emotions. they're not as bad right. as influencers. Influencer so. cousin, uh, influencer anyway. and vlogger. Okay. Well, what are you? Well, I, on the other hand, am the cool cousin. I'm the family member everyone can't wait to come through the door. I always have the tea on deck, which nice. again, no You're tea cool is, is bad and not good. But uh, and I can get anyone out of awkward situations. Huh. Do we want to do another one of these or are we done with the BuzzFeed quiz? Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Okay. But you're not allowed to complain about there being no water option. Should we do what's your Thanksgiving plate says about you or? Yeah. Or we could do the one that will guess your age and horoscope. Oh, that sounds fun. Want to do that one? Yeah, let's do that. All right. That's the third link there. The Thanksgiving dinner you host will accurately guess your age and zodiac sign. This is again from BuzzFeed because apparently it's (laughs) a very BuzzFeed one. Hmm. All right, so we got to start with an appetizer. Is it a garden salad, bacon-wrapped asparagus, deviled eggs, or mini chicken balls? Oh, I like mini the deviled eggs. Uh, bacon-wrapped asparagus looks really good, too, but deviled eggs. Okay. You know what? I like tasty. a good salad, but nobody's going to eat the gar- garden salad. That's not a good appetizer choice. No, salad just, at Thanksgiving, you can just bypass the salad, I think. Yeah. It's just taking There's space. Deviled eggs Many chicken meatballs today. actually do devil, sound kind of good. The chi- yeah, yeah, they ba- do. And the pitcher looks tasty, but I picked the deviled eggs, too. What bacon wrapped asparagus just sounds like they're looking for an excuse to, to wrap bacon around something. It, yeah, but I mean, it's not a bad not a bad excuse. It looks good, but I feel like it would be just a little too heavy for an appetizer on Thanksgiving. What did you I'm doing on? the meatballs. Okay. Yeah. What kind of bread will you be serving? Zucchini bread, cornbread, dinner rolls, or biscuits? I'm going to... Always serve dinner rolls on Thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, Got a really good, good potato dinner, dinner roll. Yeah, I'm picking recipe. that. Okay. All right, Will, now is your time. Choose okay. the star of the night. Turkey, yeah. turkey, turkey, or turkey. No. Yeah, they're... That's, okay, so, the, the, so the, op- the options actually are... Um, there's a ham option, and then there's three other options. Um, so I'm going to pick ham. salmon, or eggplant parmesan. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's other options that aren't ham, so I'm, thing, I'm I'm picking ham. One thing about this quiz is all of the the food pictures look really good. That's true. They, they picked beautiful. Pictures. Most of them look good. That's true. I picked turkey. Surprise, surprise. I also picked turkey. Now you got to pick a side dish to serve. Is it mashed potatoes and gravy, baked mac mac and cheese, stuffing, or sweet potatoes with marshmallows? Oh, with marshmallows. Okay. 
Sweet potatoes with marshmallows? I I live in Utah right now, and even I'm not that white. Um, <laughs> Lots of people like the marshmallows on so there. So many people love the marshmallows. Sweet potato casserole. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad idea. It's, it's just, just like, so sweet, and it doesn't have any other... There are no notes to hit other than sweet there. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just lame. I went with the uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. I was glad they didn't make me... They didn't separate it into two different sides this time. Yeah. yeah, I'll say mashed potatoes and gravy. All right, second side dish. Wait, is... I haven't decided. Oh, hurry and decide. I still haven't decided. Make up your mind. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I can. Maybe I'll go You're going to have to. Maybe I'll go with stuffing. The next one is cranberry sauce, candied yams, potato salad, or Hasselback butternut squash, which is oddly specific. That is very, very specific. But I need I the cranberry like you, sauce for sure. Cranberry sauce or candied yams or what I'm deciding. Potato salad doesn't feel right for Thanksgiving to me. That's more no. of a summer, oh, yeah. a summer That's a side. summer food. Yeah. I feel like. I'm going to go with candied yams to, this time. I used to really love potato salad. I feel like I kind of just enjoy it less and less each time I have it. I'm going to go cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce is still like goaded. And then we have to add a veggie. It has to be either Brussels sprouts, roasted carrots, green bean casserole, or collard greens. No, hmm. I'm gonna go. No, I'm gonna go with the collard greens. I really like collard greens. Do you know what? I feel like all of these are kind of just decent. Like okay, carrots can be good. Brussels sprouts can be good. Yeah, I guess I'll say Brussels sprouts. I wish it was just green beans and not green bean casserole. Yeah, no one in our immediate family. <laughs> We used to do Thanksgiving a lot with my brother's family who lives here, and they all liked it. And I, I don't dislike it, but it's not my favorite. It's a classic thing, but I favorite. that's my least favorite thing to do to green beans. <laughs> oh, man. I like green this beans. This is a bit of a otherwise. tangent, but um, oh. since me and Phoebe are going uh, down to, like, I guess, sort of central Utah, no, I'm really, really Utah. excited to have Thanksgiving it's- food that's made by our aunt and uncle there. Yeah. They're really good cooks. All right, drinks. We have a few more drink options here. We have water, wine, soda, or lemonade. They gave me my water. I'm so pleased. <laughs> I just need validated. water. I need water. When you have like a big, like heavy meal, you need I'm going to have that. a Coke Zero soda. Oh my gosh. Not sponsored. I'm going to say lemonade, but with the assumption that by that they mean like... You know, like the fancy, like I will say little, that like, lemonade slices of limes in it. Yeah, that lemonade looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just like like Minute Maid, like powdered lemonade, but like like, like a fancy yeah. little a party lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Finally, choose a dessert. This time they have pumpkin pie, peach cobbler, pumpkin pie, carrot cake, or apple pie. Hmm. If I have to choose only one, I'm complaining about the fact that there's only one dessert at this Thanksgiving dinner. Like, what's up with that? There should be multiple desserts. I want, like, three kinds of pie. At least. At least. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go with pumpkin pie. Yeah. Oh, and we get our results. Yeah. Are they accurate? No. Not accurate. Not even close. So i got to explain my answer for this one. I'm going to say pumpkin pie. I would say apple pie, but apple pie is so much i'm assuming i'm eating these on like thanksgiving day and apple pie is way better cold like out of the fridge as a leftover than it is like originally all right Mm -hmm. this is what buzzfeed says i am based on my choices for thanksgiving they say i am between the ages of 26 and 35 and i'm an earth sign meaning i'm a taurus virgo or capricorn and i am 51 and i am a scorpio so this is wildly wrong on all counts they say you're often described as the big sibling of your friend group because you take care of everyone around you and always give the perfect advice. You're without a doubt, Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn, the people who are, your, who are close to you would describe you as stable, compassionate, and trustworthy, which is all very kind, but I am much <laughs> older than that, and I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. Guess what I got? What? what did you're, you you're younger than 16. And <laughs> wow. A, and a water sign. Oh, that's what I got. We're the same. <laughs> You're hey, full of youth and love to spend time either online or hanging out with your friends. You're definitely a Scorpio, Pisces, or Cancer. Okay, Will is a Scorpio. Okay, I'm so I'm that. once again demonstrating myself to be hip and cool with, you, with the teens. You come off as very emotional. Is Scorpio emotional. a water sign? I, didn't, I never knew that. I didn't think it was. I don't know. I don't know. You come off as very emotional, but that's just because you have a huge heart and love taking care of those around you. Some yeah, may say you're right. sensitive. 
but that's just because you expect people to treat you with nothing but kindness, since that's how you treat everyone else. Well, that's precious. That was a fun dad quiz. There's only one last thing to do on the podcast, and that is... Three words for you. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. And I can do treat yourself with Will, because I I actually mailed some snacks to him through the mail, and he picked them up today. And he has them to do it on the podcast with us. So he's doing it remotely. We're doing it here. Let's see if Henry wants to come join us for Treat Yourself. Henry has joined us for Treat Yourself. And I have some candy that I have purchased here at the Walmart. The Mart of Wall. And mm, the Walmart. these are things I have never had any of these before. Some of them are new. Some of them are not new. The thing I'm most concerned about are these Juicy Drop Gummies. That come with a little juicy drop pen that you can drip some, I don't know, sour stuff onto. Oh, Chewy gummies and sour gel. Um, May I say something? That's going to mess with my throat. <laughs> okay. Like I have such a sore throat right now. You can skip it if you want. Yeah. It's fine. Then we have Haichu Fantasy Mix. So the Haichu Fantasy Mix comes in three flavors. Uh, Rainbow Sher- Sherbet. Blue Hawaii and blue raspberry. Very strange. Mm. And then we have a Haribo berry clouds, which are also new. They are soft and fruity. And they come in blueberry, wildberry, and strawberry. These look really good. There's no way I won't Those like these. And I'll probably like the high chews. I don't really know about these juicy drops. They they have me a little concerned. So let's start I'm, with something safe. Let's start with the Haribo. I'm pretty excited for all of these. I'm not gonna lie. Haribo Berry Clouds. You don't have to try all of them, but you can if you want. Oh, they smell really good. All right, mute your mic. I'm going to mute your mic, Will, because you're chewing already. All right, these are really good. I think they're delicious. Yum, 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 yum. Delicioso. I don't like the blue ones as well because I have an issue with blue flavors. I don't know. The blue are a little bit off. I mean, they all just kind of taste like berry-y. Like, they technically taste different, but I feel like the differences in flavor don't really matter too much to me. They're they're pretty good. I feel like they definitely have a kind of, like, candy corn appeal, where, like, you can't really have too many of them at once, or else they'll just taste nasty. The red but ones... They're, they're pretty good. The the ones that are not the blue ones, I could eat those all day long. They're delicious. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Give it like a, they're really good. Give it, like, kind of a light delicious. They're pretty good. We got three deliciouses. Allison? I think they're meh. Mmm. <laughs> controversial. M-E-H. They have an aftertaste that tastes like baby Tylenol. I've, this is, this is like my reoccurring <laughs> thing. Is there, there's kind of a bitter aftertaste that reminds me of children's chewables. Mm, I like them. I like the texture. I like how chewy, they're like soft and chewy. And I have a problem with a lot of gummy things that, with that texture. So I'm, I'm probably not predisposed to like them. All right, they look. are kind of growing off me. Not gonna lie, Henry. What do you, what do you give it? Uh, I already said delicious. Oh, think, okay. All right, let's try the high chews next. The high chew fantasy mix. All right, what do you guys think of the high chew? Well, at first I really liked it, but as it stayed in my mouth because it's so chewy, it slowly started tasting like nail polish. So I'll give it a meh. Meh. M e h. Meh. You had the blue raspberry flavor. Yep. I had the blue Hawaii flavor, and it was really good. I like the blue Hawaii flavor. It kind of tastes like Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Or like a tropical mm-hmm. flavor. I also liked the, um, I, I took just a little bite of each of them. I liked the sherbet one, the rainbow sherbet one, too. Mm. The blue raspberry was okay, but I think overall, I still think they're delicious. I like Haichu's a lot, though. Yum, 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 yum. Delicioso. I feel that I have been betrayed. I have been <laughs> deceived. I have been fooled. I I have given Haichu my all in life. I have enjoyed them all my life. I even had Haichu from Japan. I don't know why they would do this to me. Um, just just a humble podcaster. Um, the blue raspberry tastes like the stuff that they put on your that like dentists put on your teeth, mm-hmm. like right after you the polish when they like, polish your teeth. Yeah, it has that weird aftertaste to it. The blue Hawaii one has like sort of this bitter tang to it. It's supposed to taste tropical, but just doesn't really work. And the rainbow sherbet is the equivalent of like like those like Valentine's Day chocolates that like you keep on expecting to taste amazing, but then they just kind of taste whatever. Um, I don't know. I really like high tree, but these are a 
massive letdown. Um, yeah, well, that, that's a meh. That's also a meh. So we had two mehs and two deliciouses from the iChews. Interesting. The last one left is the one that I'm the most concerned about is these juicy drop gummies. I think Henry has already op- opted out of these because he says they'll make I'm his throat for these. hurt. It will. I believe you. I definitely believe you. I'm going to try it, even though I'm not a big fan of super sour stuff. We've got some cherry melon boom flavored. I don't know, man. When gummies. I was in like third grade, I tried these at a friend's birthday party. I love these. All right. I don't even know how this works. It's way too complicated. Yeah. How do I get it to come out of the this pen? How do I get the pen to work? Oh, you take off the top. All right. Now I see. Now I'm going to put a little on, a little of the gel on the gummy. What do we think of the Juicy Drop gummy rings? You know, I think these are the kind of candy that, like, basically only exists to make, like, cool Nickelodeon ads out of. Just so they can go, like, hey, kids, (laughs) you can make the candy yourself. And they show, like, people in this, like, water park where, like, all the water is the gel. It kind of uses the, like, gimmick of, like, spraying, like, using a little pen to put the gel on it to distract from it not actually tasting very good. But the thing is, I think it works. It works very well at that, and it has effectively fooled me, and it's a delicious. Yum, 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 yum. I The gummy itself wasn't too bad, but the sour stuff that you put on with the gum makes it, I'm going to say, gross. No, seriously? That is so gross. It's super, ah, it's just not good. Makes me feel like I'm an intolerable fourth grader again. Your mom is making faces. I am making so many faces. Okay. Where to begin? <laughs> I hate everything about this experience. <laughs> I hate it. And the little juicy drop thing, like, if you give it to a little kid, they might be excited about it, but it's going to be super messy and nasty and probably dissolve their tooth enamel. Um, it doesn't taste good, but the juicy drop itself tastes better than the gummy, which tastes really bad. It's like watermelon, but it just isn't quite there usually watermelon flavored things are great and then like you eat it and it just i don't know the whole experience of like squeezing it on there too makes me feel like i'm administering first aid (laughs) i just didn't like it so what would you rate it i mean it was gross but mostly it was just unpleasant no seriously objectively yeah they are disgusting but like i feel like um this is like the candy equivalent of like like Star Wars sequel movies. Like they're terrible, they're pandering, they're cheap, and I still love them unconditionally. Mm. Well, that is Treat Yourself, and that is our podcast. Thank you, Henry, for joining oh. us for Treat Yourself. Thank you. Thank you, Allison and Will, for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks. And thank you especially to anyone who's listening. If you are listening, let us know. You can tweet us at TTD Podcast on Twitter for the remaining days of Twitter, as long as it's still around. You can find us at Talk Dad Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And um, if you like the podcast, um, a couple of things you can do for us. One, you can tell a friend about our podcast. And the other thing you can do is leave us a good review wherever you found the podcast. That might help other people be able to find the podcast as well. This has been a lot of fun, and we will see you later. Mm-hmm.